All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. June is for fathers. For all the fathers out there who are... What do dads do? Everything. Dads. What do dads do? What do men do? Welcome to the Colors of Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Cedric Weatherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Dr. Asia King, licensed professional clinical counselor. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. What do men do without being super sexist? Ooh, wow. Ooh. <laughs> well, mm. well. I guess that brings me to the conversation of toxic masculinity. Can we talk about Juneteenth? Yeah. What? We talk about Juneteenth? No. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I mean, if, if we're going to go there, then we could talk about the Black man's journey of toxic masculinity based off of history wow. of slavery. Wow. But wow. I was keeping it, mm, I was mm, keeping mm. it mid-level light. But hey, we can go there. See, that's not fair. It's always fair. Because I didn't do like, the war. What about if last month I did toxic femininity? We could wh- wait a minute. Mm. Hold up. I mm. talked about my dating life and all the difficulties of But you did not talk about nothing. <laughs> I Sometimes about the it's a time to attack. You know what? We go with we gotta roll with this. Okay. Father's Day. We love our men. Yes. We love our men. We absolutely love our men. Mm, mm, but mm. our men are struggling. Our men are being told it's not okay to cry. It's not okay to be sad. It's not okay to say what you need. It's not okay. No. <laughs> so when I think about toxic masculinity, I'm just thinking like, what does it mean to be told what a man is supposed to be. Ooh. Yeah. What does it mean? <laughs> well, you know, that that's a very challenging question. It's, it's pretty in-depth. I'm going to take a, a stab at it from a learner's perspective. Mm. Because you know what? Even though I am, uh, what, 20, um, 28-ish? around there ish over a little bit 28 but uh, okay I'm older but right. you know I, I'm still learning and mm-hmm. I would say you know you know my history and the way I was raised I'm I'm raised in a bunch of family it, actually I have all like the majority of the folks in my family are male you know mm-hmm. and so the crying and the and the whining was not an option it's like get mm-hmm. over yourself keep it moving so mm-hmm. I think just to give a little bit of background, you know, even as a little dude growing up, you know, I didn't grow up in the most humblest place where I was afforded that luxury to do a lot of crying. I had to kind mm-hmm. of toughen up if I'm going to be in, in the streets and in the neighborhood. So mm-hmm. I think that the beginning part of that is is learning, like, you ain't going to be able to cry all the time about everything. You need to kind of you know, suck it up and either you're going to stand up for yourself or you're going to be laying on the ground crying all the time. And I took the stance that I'm not going to lay on the ground and cry all the time. But I also love to cry. 
I cried all the time. Cried when I got my hair cut. Cried when somebody hurt my little feelers. And that became like a journey to not cry. And so through that journey, the males in my family, every time I start to wail up about something, they'd be like calling me names. Hey, don't do this. Don't do that. Why are you crying? Toughen up. And then over time, I learned to, as I was able to move around the neighborhood, I was like, I can't be crying all the time because these dudes are going to see me as being weak and they're going to be doing this to me all the time. So I Mm. learned how to suck it up and not cry Mm. and shut shut those emotions down. And instead, you know, I learned to be upset, feel disrespected and upset. So Mm. and then you use that to kind of advance yourself to move through life. Until you get to a space that it's okay. And I I didn't even know that was even a journey, but I was like, I'm not going to have these dudes on me every time I walk outside. So that's, mm-hmm. that was my journey to, you know, the whole introduction to like suck it up and don't cry. But as we know, sucking it up, your body is a bottle and all those emotions are poured in and poured in and poured in. And there's nowhere for it to overflow. At what point in time did you recognize that sucking it up just was not, that wasn't healthy? Oh, I would say, you know, when I noticed, when people noticed that sucking it up had to come out some way. And so it came out mm-hmm. as, if you mess with me, I'm going to show you all kind of, I'm going to show you how upset I can get. And it's going to come out in a negative way. Uh-huh. It's always been my goal. Like, leave me alone. Let me go my way. If you don't, then, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna see you. Uh-huh. So it's that, that piece, like, I've took that into all aspects of my life. It's like, okay, if somebody think I'm going to be a pushover and you're going to walk, walk the dog on me, then I'm going to fight back and I'm going to fight back with fury. And mm-hmm. so that became like this masculinity, like, yeah, you got to be you got to be tough if you're going to be able to be around here and you got to hold that weight. And then, you know, eventually it's like you can only do that for so long until it starts to turn negative and you mess around and hurt somebody or hurt yourself. And it started to play out. It's like, you know, you're going to eventually if you don't stop, you're going to eventually hurt someone. And mm-hmm. this, if you don't learn how to express your feelings, you're going to have to, it's going to wind up being more than what you can handle and it'll start to work against you. That's so, right. you know, my, I think my saving grace was I got the strong toxic masculinity, but I also seen a lot of men in my church hug people, hug each other, mm-hmm. love each other, show emotion, cry in church mm-hmm. because they love the Lord. So mm. just seeing that piece, it gave me an, an example is I can express myself if I love the Lord. <laughs> this mm. One. <laughs> mm. Did these men express themselves the same way in their relationship? I don't know if they did that. But in, in spiritually, they were able to kind of release. So these were men of the streets and they, they were, you know, got saved and then they came to the Lord and then they were able to like really release themselves. Because they were able to release all those emotions and show joy mm-hmm. and show happiness. So mm-hmm. that was my platform of seeing like men really express their feelings. 
through their love of the mm. Lord in the church. Mm. So I got an example of what it looks like. But once I got out of church, you know, it was it was something else. You know, I had to go right. on that journey to get there, you know, get right. to that space. And I had to learn how to know the Lord so I can express myself and liberate myself through my spirituality. Mm. I think that's so important, you know, because you're saying that you had to have safe spaces to express yourself and be able to say, like, I'm not monolithic. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to have spaces where I can cry, I can laugh, I can be joyous and not always have to be defensive and on guard and tough. So there's these avenues that allow you to be flexible in who you are. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important. You know, I think that's so important. And I know you were getting on me earlier in the episode, like, well, we want to talk about that for Mother's Day. (laughs) But we, (laughs) and that's exactly how you sound. We we want to talk about that for Mother's Day. That was insane. But I think the the thing is, is that we have to create this conversation for men because for you, those examples had to show up. And so in this conversation, for all the men that are listening, somebody out there is going to be like, wow, you know, say I can do it. I might need to do it Hmm. because how do we honor? How do we honor fathers? How do we honor men? I think the best way we can honor a man is by holding space for him to be human. Facts. Facts. I, I agree. All right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I just think like it's that like I said before, it's that legacy of you gotta toughen up and you gotta make it through. You know, like our conversation with your grandmother really pointed out how intense my dad had to did the type of intensity with racism and all this mm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. that they had to deal with that I have mm-hmm. no clue about. And he took all of that that experience to the grave with him. And so part of it is like that intensity is still there, you know, mm-hmm. and being able to shut down emotions and be not have emotions. You know, we have used it over time as a protective um, mm-hmm. piece. You know, I, I, got, I can't fall apart. I got to keep it together. Because it hurts so bad, Mm. you know, like watching these kids, our kids getting shot, our women getting shot and we're getting shot with people getting incarcerated. We people get being addicted to drugs and being these fears of having your kids navigate these these tough situations. And so you have to have some. I mean, if you were always expressing your emotion around in all of those situations, you would go crazy mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. at some point in time, you're yelling and screaming and you're in pain. People aren't coming to your rescue to re- relieve that pain. So how do you manage these emotions is you can learn how to compartmentalize. And so a higher function of managing emotions is compartmentalizing. I'm going to use the word trauma where this is painful, but I can't be too emotional because it could be counterproductive to me. So as Mm. a six, seven black male, I had to learn like, dang, I can't turn up in this situation. I'm going to have to lock it down and deal with it and let it come out in some other way. So 
you know, learning that style is it, it allows you to navigate all the tough parts of being a black man and and just kind of all the complex stuff you need to kind of move forward. And if you can keep your mind a little bit rational and learn a little bit from the situation, uh, then you're able to move forward. But that, like I said, the anger and stuff, the upsetness is there, you know, but where's the pathway to let it out? And who's going to understand and who's going to care? Mm. Wow. So you said you didn't want me to go there, but I went there and thank God I did because you are really giving me some more things to think about. When I look at my dad, I just really think my dad is like Teflon, Don Teflon. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, don't nothing hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we <laughs> you just feel like your dad can just take like all the blunt brunts and bruises of the world. Like mm-hmm. you, you know, and of course, you're created as this tall, jolly green giant, you know, so you look like you can take a slap in the arm or two and mm-hmm. maybe a brick to the face or the head, you know. <laughs> I'm not you just no look bricks. like you can take it. I'm a duck. Yeah, right. I'm you look like you can take it. So I think that's that's the hard part is that there's just this belief that you all are built to take the brunt of the pain. And we are behind you because we feel like y'all can take it. And you do. But then there's like, okay, but after I've taken this hit for us, where's my space to like decompress? The barbershop. tell you (laughs) exactly the barbershop, you know, or even, you know, if that's with your wife, with your friends, like where's the space to say like that hurt? That made me want to cry. That made me feel, you know, because we cry all the time. We cry all the time. And we're always like, a lot of us are just like, you know, but I read. Yeah, that's how women Give me a hug. No, because I'm hurting too. You know, but for men, I've never had a man say, or I, it's rare that I've had a man say like, or cry. I don't think I've ever seen my dad cry. I don't think I've ever seen my dad cry. I know he was sad when his mom passed away. He was definitely sad, but I never saw him cry. They're not there. That's so, it. I mean, the vulnerability, having a man that's vulnerable, you know, and I think that's, you know, how do we honor our men? How do we really uphold the men in our lives as important and as needed. And I think the biggest thing that we can do is be there to hold his heart and hold his pain mm-hmm. and and let him know on a regular basis, like, I got you. I got you. Those are some powerful words, you know, and absolutely, you know, even like, like I said, you learn in your leadership, like I've said the last episode, in, in the, your leadership, you you learn from the people around you. I think the one of the best piece of advice I got from someone is I got from my middle and youngest son is they said, hey, dad, man, you don't have to bring the intensity all the time. You, you can laugh. It's cool. You can have fun. You know, and I feel like I'm a fun loving person. I like to have fun. But in my parenting, in my leadership, I'm very serious and very committed. 
And they said, man, you got to learn how to relax, man. Have some fun. Mm. Laugh. Let some stuff go. It's like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't letting that go. I got mm. to be on. So, mm. you know, the, the, it's that piece. It's like the next generation will teach you. Because if you don't learn from the next generation, then you're going to be one sick person because you ain't going to be able to make the change. You're That's not right. evolving. And so when That's I said right. earlier, like I'm learning how to have emotions because I don't have any other option because those little dudes are going to come up to me and start hugging on me and telling me special stuff. And I got to have some emotion around that. And it looks so robotic. It's like, oh, let me hug you. It's like, okay, you got to relax your shoulders. And, and, mm. <laughs> Drop and your shoulders, man. Ain't nobody hug because somebody hug you. That don't mean they gave you. They're trying to attack you. Just re- right. relax. Be vulnerable. Let it go. Have, have, celebrate some, some stuff. Be happy. And, and right. also with daughters, man, daughters help you be emotional. Being a grandparent is another level. It's like, boom, your grandparent now, it's like you can have a level. It's like almost permission to be emotional because mm-hmm. like that oh, level yeah, absolutely. of grandchildren, you get to do all the things with your grandkids that you didn't do with your kids. Yeah, man. I'm going to yeah. cry. I'm going to cry with you right now. Let's get on our knees and cry. It was like, what That's are right. you doing? What are you, you doing to our dad? <laughs> you didn't do it that with me. You told me to get my butt up and keep going. But you ain't the grandbaby. I'm not carrying this legacy with me. I'm finna get down here with my granddad and cry. That's Everybody right. standing around you with your their arms folded, like, really? What is he doing? But that's it. I mean, I, I think one of my favorite grandparent moments was when my uh my grandson like fell. And of course, it was a major event. And you know, I come from the generation. I can look, wipe your knee yeah. off, get up, let's go in the house. You want a piece of cake, whatever you want. <laughs> let's let's get past this other stuff you're doing. So he was crying. He was going on for a long time. I was like, Lord, have mercy. You know, I was saying that in my in my mind, but he was picking up on the vibe. He looked at me. He said, Granddad, I can show emotion and cry. It ain't nothing wrong with that. that. I was like, oh, crap. He said all that. I said, you know what, Grandson, you can. But I was like saying to myself, would you just stop? Can I do <laughs> He really said that. Yeah, you know the Montessori kids know how to, they know how to really, uh, you know, Montessori kids, they're going to give you the language. That's what I love about that type of education. If you ever to, if you're doing the right kind of Montessori, you go to the right Montessori school, what they do is they say, you know, these kids, if you give kids a language, they they can can express express themselves. Yeah. So That's all right. they did is gave him language and say, this is how you express hurt. And they validated that. And he took that little seed and brought it back home and planted it. <laughs> you right. know, and like, there you go. And there he goes. There you go. like, and I, I think that's beautiful because he is shaping the way you are defining masculinity and being a man. And I mean, golly, children do such an amazing job mm-hmm. at, at reminding us, us that 
we got to shift our thinking, right? And so simple. It was just simple, like in the moment. And he knew, I, I bet you he knew deep down inside. He was like, Grandpa ain't really rocking with this. He's been trying to shut this emotion down. But I'm going to give him something to think about because he's in That's the right, right space to do it. It's like, man. But on the inside, I was like, come on, dude, man. Can, can I just want to get past this. And you know what got him past it? I had to go what? get some Band-Aids. Mm. Once I put those Band-Aids on, everything w- was better. It's like, oh, that's the mm. trip. So, Band-Aids. Uh, so, what is our takeaway? Our ta- My takeaway is that masculinity is, you know, it's taught. And it can be shaped and shifted and molded. And we have to create space for our men to not just be celebrated on Father's Day, but to be celebrated on a regular basis and to recognize and know that they are loved and they are seen. I see you. Yes. I feel you. Yep. And I knows. And I know you I know John. <laughs> and and allow space to cry, allow space for mess ups, allow space, grace and forgiveness and gentleness with our men. It's not just one year. We're asking y'all to show up 365 mm. right along with us. So, you know, I feel like this conversation is so important. And I hope for all the men and just all the people who are listening really reflect on how are we being attentive to the needs of the men in our lives? Now, one of the things I learned, I, I'm going to have to throw my learning point in there, is mm-hmm. how important is spirituality it to like being able to deal with emotions and toxic, I'm going to use your word, it's toxic masculine. I don't really <laughs> like that word. It's, it's We already have this thing. But anyway... I you didn't know, make it up. I'm just saying what was said. Hey, it's just hey. like it's just like cursing. You curse in the church. Oh, I'm just saying what they said. No, What's go gonna happen? Well, anyway, that's a whole nother discussion. But <laughs> you know, just like you know, exploring spirituality might be a pathway to releasing that toxicity that you build up with over the years, and then also letting the next generation. Given validating them and allowing them to learn what they're learning now is to learn from them around how to express yourself because they're getting the intensive training now. So Mm -hmm. some of the Mm -hmm. people realize that, yeah, the way we did thing was pretty bad. You know, now we can we can start to learn the next generation can teach the the older generation of what what is it like to express your feelings? Mm. So a lot of life lessons, man. Yes. A lot of life lessons. But for all of our fathers out there, keep strong. Keep lifting your kids up over your head and putting them on your shoulders. Keep wiping tears away. Keep putting band-aids on your, your grandbaby's <laughs> knees. Keep going and taking them and doing things that you did, you know, with you do with your grandkids that you ain't do with your children. Keep being the pillars of the community. Know and recognize and feel that we love you here at the Colors of Relationships. So big, huge shout out to all the dads 
and all the men who show up as father figures, whether they came from you or whether you're just a community leader who just loves, 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 loves people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And it's not just June 19th, it is every day. Happy Father's Day from the Colors of Relationships. Peace. Peace. Be sure to find us on Facebook at Colors of Relationships. Follow us on Instagram at The Colors of Relationships. And find us on Twitter at The C-O-R Podcast.